Hello, and welcome to Atta Girls, a place where we share the experiences of women working and studying in the engineering industry. I'm Lauren, and today we will be talking with student engineer Adèle Crête-Laurence. Adèle is a second-year student at the University of Toronto in the Engineering Science program. With a passion for aviation, Adèle plans to pursue a major in aerospace engineering. Outside of class, Adèle is the advocacy distributed team representative of Engineers Without Borders Canada and a member of the University of Toronto aerospace team. Thank you so much, Adele, for coming. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So let's hop right into it. What inspired you to pursue engineering? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, math was always my favorite subject uh, my whole life. Um, And when I was a kid, I always said I wanted to be an inventor when I grew up. And I guess I realized um, that basically an engineer is one of the closest things to being an inventor. Um, In addition to math, I also liked science. I liked a lot of hands-on things, building stuff, taking things apart, doing crafts, art, just anything creative, um, music as well. Um, And I also really enjoyed working with other people and with interdisciplinary teams. So I was one of those people with a lot of different interests and I was kind of nervous as to how I was going to pick uh, which one to go with. And I just felt that engineering combined uh, a lot of my interests. Um, And then finally, I guess I also thought it would be the best way that I could Uh, personally make a positive impact on the world. So yeah, when I was in grade 12, I was really in between uh, focusing on just math or going into engineering, but ultimately those are the reasons why I chose engineering. Thank you. And can you give us a little insight on what you're studying right now? Yeah, so I'm studying engineering science and uh, currently I'm in my second year. Um, Engineering science is kind of a unique program in that the first two years are general, so you don't choose a specific stream of engineering. Uh, So I'm actually only specializing uh, next year, and I've chosen aerospace as my major. Um, So yeah, in the first two years, uh, we get sort of an overview of all the sciences, the math, some programming um, before making our decision. Wow, that's great. And I know you talked a little bit about it, but how does engineering science compare to other engineering disciplines once you do that specialization? That's a good question. I think engineering science, it differs uh, from other types of engineering right from the beginning in first year, um, because it's not just applied science, like we often uh, use applied science and engineering as synonyms. Um, But in engineering science, we also Uh, get into the theory. We do like proofs, derivations, so not just the applications, but also where all of this is coming from. Uh, And we look at all the sciences like physics, uh, chemistry, biology, um, before we uh, specialize. And then once you decide uh, 
I think that a lot of the majors are more niche than regular uh, engineering programs like uh, machine intelligence, uh, math stats and finance, aerospace, biomedical energy systems, engineering physics, robotics, and electrical and computer engineering. So those are all the uh, choices. Um, so yeah, that's how it, it's different. Aerospace, like that's, that's amazing. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges in aerospace engineering at the moment? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, first, I guess I would start by saying that aerospace kind of has two subdivisions, astronautics and aeronautics. So uh, astronautics is like in space and aeronautics is like aviation in our atmosphere. Personally, I think both are really cool. I just have more uh, like experience and knowledge on aeronautics and that's what I'm kind of more interested in. So I guess focusing on that, one of the biggest challenges right now is uh, climate change and sustainability. We need to uh, reduce the or completely eliminate the carbon emissions from uh, aviation. Um, so that's something that I'm really interested in addressing actually. Um, and also, uh, this connects to uh, um, engineering with like energy sources, but improving technology, which is also really important for drones and just trying out different types of energy, like electrical aircraft or hydrogen is a big one that's coming up. A couple of more challenges that I thought of uh, are prioritizing safety over competition. This is something we've seen recently with uh, the Boeing MAX 8. Aviation, it's a really competitive industry. So I see challenges like uh, prioritizing different values in engineering and business. So that's one challenge we've, we've seen. Um, also the logistics of commercial aviation, we're seeing more traffic, but then now with the pandemic, it's had another effect, like less traffic and more concern as to uh, the safety on board. So yeah, I feel like the major challenge is related to the environment, but there are some others that always exist. We don't really realize how much pollution is being produced when we like take a plane ride. It's great to see that you're looking to create those solutions. So you're at UFT, what's your experience been so far and what made you decide to go to UFT versus other universities? Yeah, um, I mean, I did my first year online so that was definitely a unique experience. Um, and so in second year, it's kind of felt almost like a first year because it's my first time actually being on campus, seeing everyone in person. Um, I'm actually from Toronto so I didn't actually have to move to a new city or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, U of T is a big university, of course, but engineering science especially is uh, a smaller cohort and we take all of our classes with the same people. So I've really appreciated that. And it's helped me to really get to know my classmates. Even when we were online, it was so much easier to get to know people because it was always the same names and the same faces. Um, I think it's nice being integrated in the city of Toronto instead of having just uh, a campus that's kind of isolated. And 
In terms of why I chose U of T, I really chose it for uh, the program, engineering science, because uh, coming out of high school, I still wasn't sure what kind of engineering I wanted to do. Um, and a lot of other universities require you to decide right away. So I liked the idea of taking two general years to get an overview. And also I was really interested in aerospace, but there aren't actually that many uh, aerospace undergraduate programs in Canada. So, and, and just, I was appealing for that as well. A couple more things about U of T that I really liked are all the research opportunities for undergraduate students. I think that's pretty unique. And also uh, the co-op program, which I'm looking forward to do. Would you be doing the co-op program next year or in two years? Uh, yeah, it's like in between third and fourth year. Do you have any ideas what you might want to do? Um, I guess like the dream would be Airbus, but that's just my dream. So wow. we'll see. That sounds like really cool. Do you have like a favorite course uh, that you've taken so far in the your first two years? Yeah, there's been a number of interesting courses. I think maybe one of my favorite ones was uh, right at the beginning of first year, Civ 102, which was um, a civil engineering course. Uh, about uh, structures and materials. And we had this uh, professor who's really old and experienced in the field, um, Professor Collins. And uh, we learned about bridges and, and structures like that and how they worked. And we had to analyze the forces and we designed our own bridge. Uh, it just felt very different from what we do in high school. And it felt like just serious engineering and made me feel like yeah, this is, I am an engineer and it was exciting. And we also talked about um, some history of engineering and engineering ethics as well. And I liked how all those topics were integrated into the course. Oh, that sounds like a really holistic experience and a good introduction to engineering. Can you tell us a bit about your experience as a Schulich leader? Yeah, um, so in case people don't know, the Schulich Leader Scholarships are for students going into STEM uh, programs and they exist for uh, many universities across Canada. And I applied in grade 12 just uh, to see. I didn't really expect much. So it was definitely a surprise when I found out that I uh, got the Schulich for U of T. And um, yeah, of course, I'm extremely grateful for having that support throughout my education. And it's been really exciting to be a part of this network of uh, STEM students that are really motivated and, and interesting and this diverse community across Canada. I've met students in different programs, different years and universities that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Uh, so it's been a really nice experience. Wow, that's amazing. And um, you're also part of the UFT aerospace team. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so I took a bit of a break from UTAT this year, but I participated throughout my first year and last summer. Um, and it was it's really interesting. I'm hoping to get back into it actually uh, next year. Um, at first, it was a bit overwhelming because I felt like, you know, as a first year, there's a lot of things I, I didn't know about. Um, but I had the opportunity to learn a lot of new skills and new knowledge. Uh, I learned 
the math behind uh, the theory of flight that I already uh, knew about. So it was cool to uh, get into that uh, in more detail. Um, I also was able to improve my MATLAB skills, which is like a programming language for like math. And I also learned CAD uh, with SOLIDWORKS for the first time. So it was a great way to get exposed to all those things. And uh, the cool thing about UTAD especially is that it's not just undergrads, but also graduate students. So uh, pretty exciting. Wow. Yeah, that does sound really cool. And also you're part of Engineers Without Borders. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes. So I really like the Engineers Without Borders uh, organization. I actually attended a conference that they hosted when I was in high school. Um, and I actually, I went to U of T. I slept over one night in residence and got a bit of a taste of U of T engineering. Um, so then it kind of came full circle and I joined as a member this year. Um, I have kind of a side interest in policy and advocacy. I did model UN in uh, high school and I couldn't really commit the time to keep doing that in uh, university, but I thought this would be a cool way to connect those interests and uh, connect with the engineering community in a different way. So as a member of the advocacy portfolio in EWB, we discuss uh, different topics relating to policy and politics each week. Um, and I also took on the position as an advocacy uh, representative. So uh, I work with uh, members of the national office for EWB because it's actually a, a national organization that exists um, with chapters, uh, like professional chapters and university chapters across the country. So that's been really interesting to just as, you know, look at engineering from a different perspective, not so much all the math and science, but more uh, the human side of it. And I really enjoyed that. Wow. It's great to hear the different side of engineering. Um, that's amazing. You're also a research assistant at UFT. Can you tell us a bit about that as well? Yeah. So this is one thing I really like about U of T and especially uh, engineering science is that they give opportunities to undergrads um, to try out research as early as first year. So the summer between first and second year, I was a research assistant at University of Toronto Institute for Aerospace Studies, working with Professor Craig Steves. And I was researching um, topology optimization and making it more efficient and more accurate. I personally did not know what topology optimization was before I started this research. So I'll give a little overview of what it is. Basically, topology is um, the properties of an object and its geometry that will stay the same even if you move it around, deform it, stretch it, twist it, whatever. So it's kind of like the number of holes and the number of connections in an object. So kind of like the geometry and shape, but yeah, basically the overall uh, structure. And topology optimization is uh, a design tool that we use to find the optimal topology that basically maximizes the stiffness. Um, so basically we wanna make the strongest structure that won't move or deform under a load. Um, 
And in topology optimization, the variable that you're optimizing is the density of material in each finite element in this design space that you define. Um, so basically I was working with this design space and trying to make the space smaller so that there are less computations you have to do and less equations to solve at each iteration of, of the optimization. Um, so it was like an interesting project and I got to improve my MATLAB skills again and my uh, independent research skills and time management. Um, again, last year, last summer, uh, everything was remote. So I was working from home. So I had to be quite independent in this work. Um, but I did also get some support from my supervisor and some graduate students. So it was really exciting to participate in actual uh, university research. And at the end of the summer, we got to attend a conference for undergrads to all present what they researched, which was uh, a great opportunity to uh, summarize uh, the whole project. Wow, that, that's like so interesting. And with this research, do you know what it's being used to do now? Yeah, that's a great question. Because yeah, it seems kind of abstract. And although this research is done at uh, Utias, uh, it, it's also applicable outside of the aerospace uh, industry. But basically, if we make this optimization uh, faster and more accurate, it's easier to run it um, on like a less powerful computer and it's, it's more usable. So ultimately the goal is to uh, minimize the weight of things like drones or even uh, large scale aircraft, which will make them more fuel efficient because they're lighter. So there's kind of an environmental motivation uh, behind this research. So it can be used in anything from uh, drones to satellites to beams in an aircraft. And um, my research kind of fits into uh, a larger research project that one of the graduate students is doing in the lab right now. So I'm also curious to see uh, where things will go as uh, she progresses through her uh, thesis. Wow, that is amazing. Definitely full circle here. Speaking of aviation, you also participated in Air Cadets. Did Air Cadets at all impact your engineering journey and shape your aspirations? Yes, definitely. I think Air Cadets had a huge impact on me as a person and it did impact my journey. So I joined Air Cadets uh, in middle school and did it all throughout uh, high school as well. Um, when I joined, I just thought it was a cool organization. I, I was interested in aviation, but it wasn't my biggest passion. And I didn't really go into it with a specific goal in mind. Um, I was just kind of curious but I just progressed through the program and I decided to apply for the glider pilot scholarship. And I ended up uh, getting a place uh, in the summer course um, to get my glider pilot's license. And it kind of came as a surprise to me, but I was like, okay, I guess now I'm doing this. And it, I'm honestly so glad that I did. And uh, after that, I the next summer I did uh, the private pilot license uh, course. So now I'm a licensed glider and private pilot. Um, so that definitely had an impact on my journey because um, aviation went from just an interest to one of my hobbies and greatest passions. 
Um, I found uh, a new interest in understanding how all the systems in the aircraft work, like uh, the avionics, the engine, uh, understanding how planes stay in the air and all of the aerodynamics that comes with that. Um, so yeah, I kind of felt like I couldn't leave aviation behind after that and kind of led me to choose aerospace as my focus. And in addition to that, it also like earning my pilot's license was probably the hardest thing I ever did. So it really taught me confidence, uh, self-trust, because when you're flying by yourself, there's no one there that can really help you. You need to land the plane and keep yourself safe. So it definitely taught me those things and also resilience, which was really useful going into first year engineering because I already knew what it felt like to fail and persevere through that, try again and ultimately succeed. So um, that was a really useful mindset to bring with me into university. Wow, that's definitely amazing. Thank you. Where do you see yourself in the coming years? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of unsure. I don't have a very specific plan of where I'm going. Uh, right now, I guess I'm thinking a master's in engineering is probably what I'd like to do after I graduate. Um, I'd like to travel and try learning or working in a new setting since I've been in Toronto my whole life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still unsure. Like, for example, last semester, I started thinking about oh, what if I go to law school? And now I kind of abandoned that idea, but it's because I'm also interested in ethics and I also like writing. So yeah, it's okay. Um, anyone who's listening, it's okay if you don't know exactly where you're headed. Um, but I mean, right now my biggest, biggest arrow related interests are, um, as I said earlier, making aviation more sustainable. I especially am into engines, but I'm also interested in aircraft accident investigations and uh, like safety and aviation. So I'm hoping uh, next year to start doing the forensic certificate, which I think is a pretty neat uh, certificate um, that U of T offers. So I'm hoping to combine that with Aero. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that research and academia is really interesting and I really respect it, but ultimately I do see myself uh, working in industry. Best of luck with all those, those aspirations. I look forward to seeing what you create. And do you have any final words of wisdom for future engineers out there? Yeah, I think I'd say that there's a place for you in engineering, no matter who you are and what you're interested in. If you think uh, engineering seems interesting and uh, you want to try it, go for it and it's a very flexible uh, field and there's so many directions you can go in. And even once you start uh, in engineering, uh, there's a lot of flexibility to switch uh, between specializations or even into other um, disciplines. So if you are thinking about uh, what university uh, program to choose, don't feel like you're deciding your whole future right now. Uh, there's going to be many opportunities to figure out what you like and to change your mind. Um, yeah, and I guess I'd also say, just explore, try new things, go outside of your comfort zone and do things just because you're curious. Um, 
not just because you think it looks good on a resume or because you have to, um, because I think if you follow your interests, your curiosities, your passions, it'll lead you to where you want to be. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And finally, how can our listeners reach out to you? Um, well, you can add me on my LinkedIn, which is uh, just my name. Um, or you can also email me at a.cretelawrence at mail.utoronto.ca. And uh, Lauren, I guess I can give you uh, those uh, details and maybe you can put it uh, with, with the podcast notes. Yes, they're always there in the show notes for the listeners out there. But thank you. Thanks again, Adele, for speaking with us today. I know I, I really learned a lot and it's so great to hear from your experiences. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you for listening to Atta Girls and stay tuned for next week's episode.